0: Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call, we've got you covered. Hey there everyone, welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor, I'm the Sports Director here at Bay Hackle Sports. Thanks for checking in on this week's podcast and I'm joined by a very special guest, the head coach at West Charlotte, Sam Greiner. Coach, thanks for your time.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate you ready? Oh, you ready? ready. <laughs> Super, yeah, it's August brother, we're rolling, it's go I'm, time.
0: I walked out the other day and I don't know what school I was at, but I was like, the summer, the mm-hmm. heat, yes. morning
1: football practice. Nothing like it. Nothing like it, and it's, it's special. Like we get to go in the morning, so we're just now getting the ability to, like the heat is coming in, you feel it, but we're able to beat the heat a little bit. I, I feel sorry for some of the teams that are going in the afternoon. I don't know how they're making it through. I,
0: I don't. I don't get it. Um, that's one thing I got. I just the heat. I just I can't handle it, but that's okay. Yeah. We're, we're all right. Welcome so, to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the South. Right. So talk to me a little bit just about your football journey. Mm-hmm. Maybe growing up, playing it as a kid, high school, just. Take me a little bit through your journey, um, g- getting to the point of, you know,
1: being a head coach. Yeah, I first started off with, like, the Men Hill Eagles. Yeah. My mom was terrified for me to play. I uh, Fell in love with it. My f- really, really fell in love with the Northeast Middle School. I, I was named defensive MVP after my eighth grade year. And uh, just, it was, it was a great time. Uh, coach Donovan, uh, Donaldson, was my head coach at the time. And even though I was a smaller guy, it, it kind of, like, it put something inside of me, a spirit inside of me. It, it just like, man, I need this. And then I was blessed to go to Butler High School when it first opened up. So it's brand new school, opened up '97, and I'm coached by you know Barry Shuford. Uh, my personal coach was Mike Newsom, still today, yep. my mentor. Later, my senior year came in Steve Shaughnessy. Just fell in love with it. Never got, never played it down a JV, and uh, was needed. So I really dedicated myself to the weight room the whole process. Um, after that, I got an opportunity to go play at Western Carolina. Um, actually hated it. Uh, <laughs> didn't like going one and ten, and that wasn't just losing. It was the aspect that how we were losing. I felt like people were sleeping well at night, and I, I was like, I'd rather go play somewhere where it would be, you know, we're competing at the high level. Right. So I went to Catawba College, changed my life. Um, met a head coach that never cursed, didn't understand it. Uh, Helped me with my faith, lost my sister to cancer during this time, but really dedicated my life to Christ and got saved. And uh, I realized that I can coach this game a certain way and I wanted to be different. I want to demand greatness, demand it, but not have to curse kids out to get it. Right. Demand greatness because it lives inside you. And I think that's kind of like I got a little bit of Newsome, I got a little bit of my coach from college, got a little bit of Jim Tom Sulu, who was the 49ers coach. He was my coach in college. It just. I can't live without it. If you can live without football, please do it. Go right. do it. <laughs> Some people just can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Um,
0: and I'm actually married to a wonderful woman who loves football. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I've never told this story. And I'll just tell it real quick. Yeah, like last year she came to bed at like 2 a.m. Oh, and cool. I'm like, we have you been doing for the last two hours? Or whatever. She goes... And I don't even know what it was. It was on like ESPN two. Yeah. And it was like northeast Iowa State was going against so-and-so. They went for two. I don't know why they went for two. And I'm just like, okay. She's locked in I love that you. way. <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> that's like
1: that's co- my wife is like, she's real big in like fantasy football. Right. But she we have to be good enough for my wife to make the stands. Like I think she's been to three of my games in my right. entire career being a head coach, one being a state championship. Brahim's senior year, my son from Harding. Uh, she's only made a few games. She says she's going to make a lot this year. We're good enough, she thinks, that she can call. <laughs> so, so you mentioned your coaching
0: journey, and you mentioned the, the way you coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I, I played Pop Wonder when I was very young, and I remember my first head coach. I won't say his name, but he used to grab me by the helmet, mm-hmm. and he would curse at us. Yeah, and I'm like nine years old. Yeah, I didn't play football again until high school. Yeah, um, I officiated for uh, about ten years after I got out of college. Mm-hmm. Went to a small school in Virginia, Randolph Macon College, oh, and wow. played ball there. Yeah, I've heard um, of. I was a place kicker, so hey,
1: it is what hey, it is. What it right. is. Hey, Every job's important. Make, yeah, make good money that way, stay safer.
0: But you mentioned cool. it. How important is it as coaches t- to lead by that example? Because unfortunately, <clears throat> we don't see it all the time.
1: Yeah, and I'd say, I mean, there's some coaches out there that curse that love their kids still. Right. Um. And I, you see a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot of those guys, and that's more the norm you see. I'm just someone that. Without coaching football, I'm still a man of God. Like this is – that is my identity. Football is not who I am. It's something I really enjoy, I love. Right. But I am a Christian first, and I demand greatness. God, for me, not cursing doesn't make me soft.
0: It makes me extremely tough.
1: I demand greatness, and I feel like that persona of putting on a team, like, no, everything you do in life, that's why we say man the throne. Man the throne is you are made more than a conqueror demand greatness in everything you do if you're making dinner for your wife if you're mowing the grass if you're playing football play played a certain way I demand that because that's the way you were created right and uh there's a way of going about that and I don't think cursing needs to be like do I get upset I'm like that gummit. let's flip and go da 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 those things but I don't need the courage to like get that apart and I demand greatness another way so at West Charlotte now mm-hmm. how long you been there This would be my fourth season. Fourth season. Came in during the COVID year. We didn't play. uh, So, two seasons were combined in one year. Kind of really tough. Uh, Came into a program. Josh Harris was the head coach before me. Really good guy. He was my AD that hired me. Uh, I think it was a great opportunity to come. I knew that there was going to be a new school being built. Um, I think that the time coming is now. What I saw a long time ago is what I was looking forward to Uh, is finally here. Right. being able to have our first set of home games. We have not played at home right. since I've been in West Charlotte. That's a huge disadvantage, and now we get that advantage of playing in our home field. So I'm excited about that. Obviously, North Carolina, born and bred.
0: Mm-hmm. So how cool is it to have stayed in this area and taken this journey and now being at a school like West Charlotte that has you know, the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an older school, but like you said, it's a new school now in terms of the building and stuff like that and the field and everything. But to be a part of that.
1: Oh, that's what makes it special. A lot of people say, you know, when the job was open, you sure you're the right fit for that. And, uh, and I said, yeah, sometimes you got to go not necessarily where you're needed or where you're wanted, but maybe where you're needed in a way. And I, the identity that I meshed with the kids at West Charlotte, that community, I appreciated that. A lot of the alumni came and reached out to me and showed me the history of West Charlotte. It was extremely important to me, Jack Martin visited his gravesite, heard the history about how he coached and how he turned it around. I mean, West Charlotte is one of the the founding fathers of all the schools. And uh, just to know the history, especially the black history involved with it coming in there, I think I needed to understand that and appreciate it. And I've never said this, like normally when you go somewhere, you look for the next step forward. I would have no problem retiring my coaching career at West Charlotte. Right. I really love it. The people are special. The kids are great, and I'm just excited to be a part of that.
0: Awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the conference you play in. Mm, yeah. It's the QC3A4A, correct?
1: The best conference best in the conference
0: state. conference there is. Yeah. In terms of how cool is that to be kind of that, the 3A4A? I'd never seen that yes. until I came to Charlotte um, mm-hmm. and, and learned about this conference. Kind of cool to be able to do that. And I mean, we're talking about school sizes and stuff, to go mm-hmm. against some of the schools you get to go to and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's definitely – I mean, like you said, you've had the powerhouses, the Mallard Creeks, the Huffs that have been dominated, the Chambers that have won some championships. And you got big schools and founding fathers of North Mech, uh, West Mech's over there. Now, Harding just came into our conference, so we got some inner-city rivalry going on there. Uh, if we won back-to-back 3A championships in that conference, but we've told everybody we're, we're, we don't want to just be known as the 3A champions. Right. We want to win the conference sure. outright. And I think that it's time for us to take that step. But to get to go against the best, we have to earn that keep. Nobody's thinking West Charlotte. I mean, no one's picking us in front of those three in front of you. No one's picking us in front of Huff, Mather Creek, and Chambers. But us as a staff and our team, we feel like we can be ahead of them this year. I think you'll definitely make some noise mm-hmm, without, without question. Talk about your team this year then. Uh, you're a couple weeks
0: into practice now. We're just a week away from the start of the season. How good can this team be and what are you most excited about?
1: Uh, just the the continuity of – like, we are becoming a player-led team. I, I always identify, like, a, a coach can make a team good. He can, he can instill some discipline, instill certain things and structure, but at the end of the day, I've seen special teams, that Harden team, that won a state championship. I've been a part of the Butler teams before. Um, those teams are player-led. This team is becoming player-led as we speak. We're led on offense by sophomore K.D. Smith. Phenomenal player, literally five games into the season last year. Says, Coach, I ain't no quarterback, but I can run this team. I mean, it, you literally feel like you're watching the program movie. Hey, right. put the women and children in bed. Let's go looking for dinner, boys. Like, saying that type of stuff in the huddle, he commands a huddle, and he's great at it. Uh, defensively, we got a four-year starter in Jaden Smith going to Michigan, led by many other guys, DeQuindra Williams, Um we got Dean Lyman that are across the board, Julian Carmichael. Our defense is, is just unbelievable. Getting to go against them in practice every day sharpens us on offense. So this year can be extremely, extremely special, especially the non-conference schedule we have. Palisades doesn't lose anybody. I mean, they're picked by many third in their conference. Right. Um, opening up the Memorial Stadium. West Charlotte, I haven't been a part of a game like that in a long time. West Charlotte hasn't been a part of a game. Like that magnitude in a long time. Get to start off there. Then we're going to Powerhouse Monroe. Then we got them boys at Independence. Then we're going through our juggernaut of a conference. So, really excited about the season. And you you mentioned your
0: opener. Getting Mm -hmm. to play at Memorial Stadium in the Turf King uh, class. Yes. Um, How excited are you about that? And uh, the message you've given to your team about being able to play in a stadium like that?
1: Yes. I mean, I think just getting the phone call from Turf Kings to say, hey, we want you to play in this game. I know Coach Simmons from Palisades is extremely excited. We were excited. Play a three o'clock game in the heat. Um, I'm hoping that, <laughs> that... Yes, I'm hoping that West Charlotte, across all the alumni, come see what's been created the last four years in the product that we put on the field. You're going to be thrilled. I want to see, smell fish fries. I want to smell the grills going. I want it to be packed out, enjoy three games of football, back to old school. You're not watching it on TV. No, 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 no. We're not Netflixing it that day. We're going to go enjoy some real live football, and we're a part of that. Right. Let's do it. Like, let's, let's, let's spark the city up like it used to be.
0: And kudos to them. They, they've got some great matchup that, that day. So, kudos to them and having it at Memorial mm.
1: Stadium. Um, big sponsor, Army. Yeah, I'm a huge, you know, with my past, my son graduating from right. West Point. Right. I'm a big Army supporter. I um, actually coaching the All-American game when it used to be the Army All-American game. Fact, I actually coached in that game. I think that when they put their hand on something and stamp it, it raises the whole level of the game. So being able to say, you know, Army strong, you know, everything that they bring to the table on top of the Turf Kings, right. you guys are a part of, you're right. announcing the game. Yep. So it's going to be showing a good idea.
0: Show it live on bayhacklesports.com. Stream it all of them, so they can check it out that way. Get out there though. Get out there. I mean, yeah, you can, you can watch the
1: replay later. Right. Okay? We'll, we can watch. We'll, the have, replay. It on, we'll have
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll have it on demand for all of that. Um, in your four years that you've been at West Charlotte so far, like, is there one outstanding moment or one outstanding thing that you think you know just sets that home with you?
1: Yeah, like, I, I think that the biggest thing that I love about West Charlotte kids, our kids don't leave. You know, you got a lot about the identity, you know, team. I get it. People Come have over to here, move. come over Though mm-hmm. they're there. Um, I mean, and there's legit families that move and have to do things. We don't lose players at Western. I think they've bought into the, the program of what we're doing. It speaks volumes of the coaches that we have, uh, the relationships they're building with those coaches. And uh, these guys didn't go somewhere and be good right now. They've built this themselves, and now they're going to reap the benefits of it. They're going to see the fruit of their labor this year. That's the thing that I love the most.
0: That's awesome. In terms of um, the school itself, how's the support been from the administration, the students? Are they fired up that they get to play? (laughs) They get to to actually be at a stadium this year? I,
1: I think that, you know, West Charlotte wants to play at home. And to be able to do that, that's special and outright. Last year, you know, new principal, new athletic director, they really are sports ready, hungry, they want football to be very successful they are huge supporters of what we're trying to do as a program it's not like football is talking to the ministry we are all one unison together and when you have that you can be special as a program as a school as a whole right because a lot of times the football program and sports and in general control the uh the identity of the school like that culture shifts into the school and i think that we all see that we we see the common ground that we're trying to help each other both out so we got a great support from the administration ad um i'm excited to have them both a part of this team
0: put you on the spot a little bit because i've talked to a couple of coaches about this uh on the yeah. podcast and a couple of players um a couple of topics that are out there that i kind of have a problem with it points and then i don't first of all uh the nil yeah obviously they thought about doing it for high school kids mm. then it got kind of pulled here in north carolina but they do have it out there for high schoolers yes your thoughts on that? Because for me, it's
1: I struggle with it. Yeah. But
0: then there's sometimes I get
1: it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but
0: it's is, I it, get is it, it a
1: case by case? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have no problem with it in the aspect. <laughs> You're, we're talking about two to three percent of kids, right? Who is who is really honestly putting a lot of money into high school kids right now? Not a lot. Right. So, but if there is an opportunity where a kid is that special and he has the opportunity to help himself out. What we can do is we can help kids now. We can start teaching them about finances. Absolutely. Let's look at the benefits of it. Teach them how to – like when they go to college and say they go to an Oklahoma or something like that that has a $50,000 across the board, if you make the roster, you're getting this throughout the course, you still got to pay taxes on that. Right. It, we're helping young men, young women become more successful down the road throughout the whole generation, just their whole life, not right. just right now. sure. Sometimes we get to be twenty five. We ain't figured out about taxes, <laughs> and they 55 hold of Fifty five to. Yeah, we still sometimes might not. We don't know. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it definitely has its negatives. Um, you don't want kids thinking about money. You want it, the hardcore working your way up. Right. But there is special benefits where, and we're not talking a lot of money, but like, say the kid getting some free food. Right. Wow, that's great. Say say he's getting helped out just a little bit. Oh, he represents. He's getting some free car washes. Right. Okay, great. You know, I think that. We're looking at it, oh, this kid's not going to get $100,000. That's we are talking about less than 1% to 2% of kids. Right. Let's look at, like, it could be little small benefits and we're not handcuffing them to get something small.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Um, as a coach, um, and this this is the one I really struggle with um, because I've seen kids not get the chance, but the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, for me, I think it's taken away some opportunities oh, yeah. from the kids in high school. And then you threw COVID on top of that. Um, You know, kids taking gap years and stuff like that. But let me preface it. I don't like it. I do understand that if all of a sudden you were recruited by Nick Saban. Yes. And you put all your eggs in that basket and then he leaves. I get it. I I, I get that. Other than that, for the kid who doesn't play all the time or he's not the superstar or something like that,
1: that's where I have issues. Your your thoughts
0: on the transfer Uh, portal?
1: I've seen good and bad from it. Um, I think that the transfer portal has become its own beast. Like they have not monitored it well enough where literally if things get tough, it, we're not dealing with the adversity that helps human life. That's right. what I hate about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of times if you're second or third string, you're not good enough. Look at yourself in the mirror, and find ways to get better and understand, I'm going to go plan B right now. Right. Like that's hurting us as a culture. Right. Now there is some search, cir- cir- search, cir- cir- some sta- circumstances that are beneficial. Um, it could be, Grandma got really sick, you know. Right. And I really want to be there. I'm, I'm close to ground. It. Right. I get it. Those things. Or like Coach Deion Sanders comes in and goes, "I'm bringing in my dogs." Yes. And all you guys are just. I mean, it, it's a it's a terrible. Th- I think there's got to be, we got to grow from it. Right. There's got to be some type of stimulations of how we can attack this better. Um, we're not there yet, but hopefully through time we we get there. Now the bad thing is you see this from college, okay, and it trickles down where. High school. High school. Right. So, like, exactly. And that's where you start seeing it's really, really bad. It's almost like it's getting to the point now in high school, you almost want it to be like anybody can go to any school you want to. One year, let's go. I mean, it's getting to that point where it's getting out of hand. It really is.
0: And, you know, for somebody like myself, when we talk about football and we talk about football Friday nights, there's always just been a – Purity with it, if that makes sense. Oh, without a doubt. You know, I mean, Like not...
1: I grew up in this soil. This is where I'm going right. to play. I mean, I get and, it. and
0: there's just a purity about it. That's getting chipped away. Mm-hmm. When you talk about like what you just brought up. Yeah. Where kids are like, you know, not happy or whatever. And, and it just, it is that part of, I think a societal type deal where
1: man up and, yeah. you know, become better. Like you said, look yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And, and the social media aspect is, is advanced this. Like, you know, back in the day, we didn't have social media. I mean, you were right. playing ball. <laughs> Um, social media, kids, you know, whatever the new cool thing is, they're going to gravitate to that. Right. As programs, you almost got to identify your program and show, like, we got to be on top of social media through these things. Or, like you said, we wouldn't have had these kids wanting to stay at West Charlotte. I think we've done a good job of keeping our own. Um, You're always going to have kids moving in and out of the – especially the west side areas. You know, I get it. I was at Harding. You know, every year we'd have three or four guys that would come in, They moved in there. Good, bad, indifferent, it happens. I get it. Um, That's the nature of the beast. But it has trickled down from the college. You hear transfer portal. And the thing that drives me insane, though, this is the one thing I just – it blows my mind. Say I got a brother. Me me and you were playing on the same team. Right. And you're you're not happy. You know, last year we got beat in the second round basketball-wise. Right. Okay. Um, Instead of like, all right, let's get back to the drawing board. Let's get better for next year. You're already looking elsewhere that AAU type feeling type deal now I'm looking to go somewhere else I'm gonna find a way it's It's not about how I can get better. how can I move to get somewhere else right Then we have these same kids like I'm still at this school, and then they'll post something taking my talents to such and such right. whatever, and we got kids that are like we're friends with him at that school, and they're like, hey, go do your thing I'm like, no you're that's like a family member a family member leaving you're like right." Why are we promoting that in a way? I, that's the one thing that bothers me. I'm like, if he goes, don't, all right, bye, you're you against us now. Right. You know.
0: Yeah, social media. <laughs> it's so, it's it, different. It's, um, you know, and, and I do get it. Where, and I, like you said, I've seen it where kids are like, I'm taking my talents to this high school. I'm like, you know, wait. <laughs> yeah. um, they we, worded wait. It a little weird. Right, I guess. know, I know. Thank God above, I'm taking my talents. Like, mm. I, I got it. Um, let's wrap it up with this. You know, we talk about we're you know, looking at the opening uh, three days now. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Charlotte kickoff. We got uh, our game of the week, which is going to be Providence Audrey Kell, and then you got the Turf King Classic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I just every year it just the talent in Charlotte gets just it's it's off
1: the charts. It's unbelievable.
0: I mean, and, and the amount of Division One coaches who are coming here to mm-hmm. so, you know, and maybe it's always been a hot Maybe you can explain that to me a little bit more. But it just seems over the last few years, and I've been here twenty years, twenty three years. Sorry, it just seems like it's continue to amp
1: up a little bit. Yeah, so you always had the big hot spots. You had Miami, Texas, California, Georgia. Those are the areas where we're hit. Charlotte is right up into that fold. We're probably in the top five, definitely in the top seven cities to come recruit from. It's not just because the talent is when they get to college, they're producing. Right. Think about it. Drake May will be up for player of the year. He'll be up for a Heisman this year. Um, the guy that was at Wake Forest going to Notre Dame, he played in the Charlotte area. Right. Sam Hartman. Yep. Okay. You got the kid that came out of Weddington that's been starting from day one at Clemson, one of the first players ever in history to be all conference, not just at one position, but at two. Will Shipley. Yes, Will Shipley. Mm-hmm. Love the kid. Dog. He was Every- on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, like, and I. that's what you're getting. You're getting a, a, a product from here. People are seeing it. They're playing right away. So, it's that iron-sharpened ironing feel, you know, Charlotte is that, and the surrounding parts of Charlotte. You know, Cleveland County. Right. You know, all this. It's a. I it's mean, a hot you can bed. To taga,
0: it's all over the place. It's,
1: it's that. It's all over the place, right. and it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, the only thing we're a little further behind is the, we're losing coaches. You lose coaches. Sometimes you'll get you know the DJ McFaddens of the world, and these guys. You know, Aaron Brand. They'll do a great job, and all of a sudden, someone's paying them forty thousand dollars more, and you lose that quality of a coach. We don't need to see that turnover. We need to be able to see like, okay, like a Coach Hales has been in the program for a long time, staying there. We need to see these coaches be able to sustain and retire. Right. Build That's a, program how you, a program, build a program. Build then coaching. you know that, all right, you know that team is a wing T team. You know that team is a spread team. It'd be really good to see like, all right, we know what type of identity this team is. Instead of every year it changes. Because you know what you're getting at Butler every year. Yes, you know what you're getting, so, um, you know.
0: So let me ask you this real quick. I actually have one other question. Um. The one thing I know that's been kind of frustrating I saw last year, and, and you can talk about it as a head coach, is um, – and it's something we've – I've really seen, yeah, last year big time was going to games and stuff, the shortage of officials. Mm-hmm. How do we encourage people to like – you know what I'm getting at? How tough is it as you as a coach? Yes. Because I officiated for 10 years. I'm a big advocate of this. I, I'm, I'm a, I officiated for 10 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, to me – and I'll be honest because that's why way I am like, – you have officials who want to go out there and help grow the game. Mm-hmm. You got the officials out there who think they are the game. Yes, if that makes sense. Oh, I get it. And stuff like that. How do we help? Like, how do we help the organizations here that that get officials in and
1: stuff? It's extremely simple. You make it more competitive. How? Paying them more. Right. If you pay officials a lot more, why is these areas? Oh, we don't have the funds. We can find funds because now what you do is you make it where, like, if you're paying an official $250 a game, instead of what they're making now, it becomes extremely competitive, then guess what? You're going to get better officiating, and you're going to have more officials. It, it it hills both things. Why? We can't come up with just a little bit more funds to help out. Right. I say that about a lot of things in life. If you pay people more, it becomes more competitive. You get better teachers. You Value them. Value them. That's it. Right. It's that simple. I think they do a great job. Because I've seen games last year yes. where I was sitting
0: there – you know, I was uh, shooting the games from the sidelines or whatever, and I'm going, mm-hmm. what was that called? Like, I mean, because it just – Oh, I get it. And then, I mean, as as coaches, <laughs> mm-hmm. keeping that level head understanding, hey, this is where we're at. No doubt.
1: Um, and we're going to get to the point where social media is so advanced and the cameras are so advanced. We're eventually going to get to the point where you're going to have challenges Right. in high school. It's right. not there yet, but it, it will eventually get there. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, pay them a little more. Right. And guess what? Now, all of a sudden, you got – Hey, now who's fighting for these games? Now you're getting graded, and nope, now you're not getting to be a part of the playoffs. You're not getting to be a part of this. You know, pay them more and have incentives. If you grade it out, you get this bonus at the end of the year. There's ways to do it and be great at it. Coach Greiner. Yeah, man. Thanks for Enjoyed your time. Look. Yeah, God, God bless you, brother. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Appreciate Good luck
0: at the Turf King Classic going up against Palisade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I is... don't
1: believe in luck. I hate to tell you that. Okay. Like, Godspeed. Hey. Look, look, hey. look. I don't believe in it man. We do man. Our, we yeah. we we create our luck. That's not what God's feed. We were made to be great. Go to be it. great. Go be great. I don't need nothing to be un- like oh it just happened. Yep. My man. Appreciate you. Best man. Of
0: luck this season. Best of luck. Make sure you check out West Charlotte. The team they're going to have this year. Thank you for joining us on the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Make sure you follow us however you listen or watch your podcast. Make sure you like, comment, um, follow us and until next time, have a great week. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call, we've got you covered.